0: Welcome to the Wildcast Podcast, coming to you from Wildcast Studios with your hosts Adam Lund and Jeremy Boucher.
1: Oh, welcome back to another episode of the Wildcast Podcast, your unofficial voice for all things Monkton Wildcats. As always, I am your host Adam, and I am joined by your favorite co-hoster and mass singer aficionado, Mister Jeremy Boucher. Mister Boucher, uh, I wasn't sure if we were actually going to have something down south to talk about this week. I thought it'd still be tied, but. Uh, how are you? I'm wearing shorts
0: on November the 10th. <laughs> uh, exactly. So, we are or uh, uh in a good weather day. Uh yesterday and today and uh you know Wednesday all look uh all look quite promising. Uh, any uh you know anytime I can wear shorts in the middle of November, I'll take it.
1: Yeah, it's uh it's really uh really tough to look back at all those pictures at home and Twenty to forty centimeters, sixty kilometer winds. Some of my, some of the neighbors like by my parents' house are digging out of snow and, and we're gonna get it eventually. But it's uh it's nice to look back and and not uh not have to deal with that in November. I like watching hockey in uh in shorts. Speaking of hockey, we are recording on Tuesday and it is a Wildcats game day. Uh they are still tied at one apiece, I believe, it's at the two time one, of this. Two one. Two one now. St. John. At the time of this recording, who got the other goal?
0: Uh, Riley Riley Bezo.
1: Oh, Bezo and Poirier from the yep. power play, and then <laughs> Connor Richard got his first. Uh, so congratulations to him. But Mass Singer Wednesday, we uh, we found out who the squiggly monster was, and it actually, funny enough, was a guest we had last year.
0: That's correct, Mister Bob Saget. Bob Sag ah oh, Bob <laughs> Saget. <laughs>
1: uh who did we have him pegged as last year i can't even hear- taco yeah it was taco, taco yeah good yeah, call yeah who was tom, tom bergeron Tom yeah
0: because yeah, they had the uh the vhs clue and we both thought that was from america's funniest own videos which bob Saget used to host yep. but also tom bergeron used to host or still does i'm not sure i think it's still on tv i don't know who the host is right now but
1: yeah man is it on tv
0: i think it's i think so maybe it's not maybe i'm just going crazy here but uh, yeah. So, um, I'm still sticking with my, uh, my guess is Naomi for, uh, for the, je- is it, je- is it Jelly jellyfish? Fish, yeah. Okay. So I'm still sticking with that one, even though I don't think it's her anymore. I'm, I'll, I'll still stick with it cause I think it's a good guess.
1: Yeah. I, this, this group has me completely flustered. I, I can't even make guess. I don't have any idea. Um, broccoli. The only thing I know is, well, not know, but uh, it was Jenny. She had the the guess of Jason Alexander, mm-hmm. and when she put all those clues together and figured out that the 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 number he gave in the clues spelled Frank and his dad's was Frank Costanza in Seinfeld. I was like, "Yep, that that pretty much makes as much sense." And if you're taking sense from well, if you're taking sense from Ken Jeong, you're in trouble. But Jenny McCarthy, it's you know, that's all I've got. I I I got no, no idea on these five. These are the hardest four or five, I guess now. That I've uh, that I've ever thought of, um, or not thought of, but can't think of. Uh, I would, I want to get back to Group A. Like I hope we get back to Group A and Snowy Owls and seeing more mm-hmm. of the uh, seeing more of the clues from them. Um, did you Did you follow all the election coverage?
0: Honestly, I probably had it on uh, on CNN from jeez Tuesday night up until Saturday morning. Yeah. Uh, it was just, even at, if I'd wake up in the middle of the night and uh, just going to take one second here because we have a Wildcats penalty shot. Oh, nice. Uh, who is it? Uh, it is current. Uh, I uh, I don't know who this is. gonna want to hear some play by play. Sure. Oh, this is number, I think it's 17. Who's 17? Forche? Forche. Oh, yeah. The so second penalty shot this here's year. Here's Forche at the red line. He skates in over the blue line. Uh, that's all I got. And it's stopped by Patton. <laughs>
1: that's all I got. <laughs> <laughs> and boom goes the dynamite. And boom goes the dynamite. So if anyone's listening from Rogers or Sportsnet, that's Jeremy's play-by-play. <laughs> and that's all I got. Uh,
0: so yeah, um, yeah. Basically, even if I woke up at three o'clock in the morning uh, to use the bathroom, I would flick the TV on to TSN, right. TSN, uh, c- CNN, uh, just to see if um, you know what was happening. And it was always two fifty-three to two thirteen. I think it was like that from Wednesday all the way into Saturday. Yeah. Uh, and it was just frustrating because. You'd hear that dramatic, it's time for another key race alert. And it's like, we've got more ballots coming in from Pennsylvania. And (laughs) it's like, out of these 20,000 ballots, Joe Biden has 83%. If he stays on this pace, he's going to win Pennsylvania. And and this is Georgia. I'm like, oh,
1: God. (laughs) Yeah, you kept refreshing and it was like 4,000 votes. Yeah. Nothing. Yeah. Nothing. And we actually, uh, we are... Fans of the Rogers Ignite TV, yes, where you can interchange channels at your leisure, and never had it before. And I thought, you know what? Let's order some Fox News. Let's see how <laughs> amazing. this amazing. Let's see how this goes. And oh my, is it a tale of like you? You hear all the Fox News stuff of how pro-Trump they are, but to actually get the channel is just when he came out on I don't know Thursday, I think it was, and just basically talked for fifteen minutes about legitimately nothing. Mm-hmm. CNN was like, he has no evidence. He can't do anything. Fox News was like, he's being taken for all, or he's being screwed out of this, or cheated. Yeah. Out. Like it was just, it was amazing. Uh, sun or Tuesday, I was up till two a.m. watching literally nothing because mm-hmm. no one was ever gonna know. Wednesday, I think I was up till one in the morning. Yeah. And like you, it was came home. It was CNN. It was Fox News. It was CNN. And then finally Saturday, we figured it out. Joe Biden uh, for now has the electoral college votes. So should be an interesting uh that, two that, months
0: that may be that's why we had the little intro song that we that we yeah, did yeah uh it's also probably one of my top five songs of all time
1: so it was a wildcat song last year too wasn't it was one? it Heard in year? the usa yeah i don't know about in that. one of their dressing rooms that's that's uh, one of the rumors i had okay, heard okay that's one of the rumors rooms um
0: but yeah um we're back here and uh another week means some more fun facts. Some
1: more fun facts about Slovenia. I'm not sure if
0: that's where we were in the show, but uh, <laughs> we're going to... That is where we are. All right, perfect. So Slovenia, again, I already mentioned this was... Uh, I'm not sure what they were called on, on Borat 2, but I'm starting to disagree because this actually sounds like a pretty great country. <laughs> October 7th, 1990. Andre and Mar... Maria, I'm going to call her Maria, Stremfel, I don't know, whatever, both from Slovenia. So they became the first married cu- a couple to conquer Mount Everest, uh, climbing the via, the South Col. As you can see, we're clearly running out of things to talk about. <laughs> um, I did not think this segment of, the, of our <laughs> podcast would go
1: this long. Uh, for those wondering, uh, I'm just trying to look up why we can't pronounce that that way. There's 49 different dialects. Yes. Uh, 46 different dialects in Slovenia. So the Slovenian language is spoken by 2.3 million people, and there's 46 different dialects, so uh, please forgive us. Yeah. But uh, moving over
0: to the, uh, the wonderful country of Russia, um, so did you know... This is the best. There's a national holiday, a Russian holiday, known as the Day of C- Conception <laughs> or Procreation. <laughs> Uh, so it takes place every year on September 12th, um, and uh, it was made popular by the region of Ol- <laughs> Uh So the day is meant for Russian workers to take the day off just to make babies. Uh, and what it's, a day. And it's uh, going quite well, as they seem to record a baby boom in June of every year. Uh, <laughs> so if you're a sports fan and you happen to see Uh, to look up their birth date, and it happens to be in June, it's quite possibly because their parents participated in National Sex Day. (laughs) Uh, So there you go. Uh, Another week of fun facts about Slovenia and Russia. Uh, Join us next week where we again try to come up with a fun fact about Slovenia and Russia.
1: Oh man, Richie, if you're listening, do whatever you can to get these players here, because we're running out of fun facts. Uh, as always, you can follow us on Twitter, monk to Wildcast, or Instagram, Walkass Podcast. Let's get to some news and notes.
0: News and notes from around the queue.
1: All right, big news coming out of Quebec, uh, COVID-related, because that's just where we are in this world. Uh, there will be now a seven-team bubble at the Videotron Center in Quebec for the team's in the red zone, um, you're looking at November 17th to 27th, so 10 days. Uh, everything's changing on this. I've seen they're going to play two games a day. Um, one had like three games a day. It's Gatineau, Drummondville, Blainville, Victoriaville, Shewinigan and Chicoutimi, and, of course, Quebec. Um, this is just I – I think uh, Twitter, it was – I think it's – handles something like Q ref problems. He's from down in Halifax oh, and he yes. tweeted Willie Pavlov yep. and he asked, he's like, is this a precursor to what is this a testing testing precursor to what we can see in uh in a playoff bubble? And, you know, Willie was like, I that's an interesting point. I haven't really thought about it, but if this thing works and there's zero tests to come out of that, you put two like Quebec teams in a bubble, you put the Maritime teams in a bubble and that's how you get your playoffs, right? Mm-hmm. That's this has to be it. Like this has to be a a thought of it.
0: Oh, well, I I think maritime teams. I don't think you need to worry about a bubble right now. Uh, Quebec teams. No,
1: I meant a a, a a bubble of playoffs. Like put them all together oh, in a okay. bubble,
0: right? Um, if they're going to let fans in, I mean yeah. maritime teams. You have to have you have to have fans, right? And it's uh, unfortunate for Quebec because. They clearly won't have t- don't they will have fans in the, in at the bubble and there's talks about the, you know the media might not even be allowed in the game, so they're still working on uh working on when's it start again the seventeenth seventeenth so uh, a week from now yeah. yeah and it's I read something about how um I think it's Hendrix Lapierre he's not going in the bubble because he's going to to the Team Canada camp and just uh there's so much there's so much that needs needs to be worked out right now and uh i'm just interested i i can't wait to see how this works out uh and what kind of schedule they're going to do Yeah. when time these games are going to be at uh, cuz you got i'm hoping they're i mean if we're paying for you know a whole season of uh, of webcasts i'm hoping we will be able to watch some of these games that's uh that's that's all i have. <laughs> you know that's what i want i want to see i want to see it's these two games. it's
1: two different divisions so mm-hmm. you're just going to play your three teams or four teams in a in a division but where are you going to practice is there no practice time because you're going ten days and six games and you know?
0: Well, they're going to have to have some sort of a rink. I mean, there's got to be. I'm not sure if they're going to practice there or game day skates. Because I
1: would think you'd have games at two and seven.
0: Yeah. Well, the NHL bubble was uh, was what three, five? No, three, seven, and, and nine, and we went at 30.
1: Depends where you were, in yeah, the, in yeah. the time zone, but I would think two games done by four thirty-five gives the rink time to or it gives that way you, if you have overtime, which you're only going to have five minutes because it's right. not playoff, yeah. but that gives the rink, rink crew time to get, uh, to get ready. But yeah, like, where do you practice? Unless, on, there's, on unless, day.
0: unless there's a, a rink they're going to use. It's close to the, the Videotron right. center. I don't know. Uh, that's the only thing I can think of. I, I think it's, they still haven't really said much about it. Right. So that's, that's what I'm waiting for. I'm just waiting to get the whole, uh, the whole story, and uh, wait to see how that uh, how that's going to pan out.
1: They're trying. They're trying to get these uh, trying to get these games going. Uh, the QMJHL also announced a longer Christmas break, mm. which uh, which means games are now going to be scheduled moved up a little bit. So for Moncton, the December twenty eighth game is a road game in Bathurst. Now on the sixteenth, uh, the thirty first, the New Year's Eve game is now Wednesday, November twenty fifth, in Saint John. Sunday, January third is now February third against Cape Breton and Cape Breton. And the only home game in that schedule that's really going to matter is the December 30th game here in Moncton will now be Wednesday, December 9th. So instead of a 4 p.m. start where I was going to miss that game due to work, I don't have to miss it now because it's Wednesday, December 9th. So that's a bit of a, a small bonus for me, but a major bonus for these kids that during a season like this, uh, they, they deserve an extended break to go home. How is how's
0: this going to work for the Maritime teams? I have no idea. <laughs> Like you, when's the first game after Christmas
1: break? December. Uh, December is, so the break is between December 20th and January 3rd. Okay.
0: So even if they come, even if they get all the players back in Moncton on Boxing Day, they have to quarantine for two weeks. And so they're not ready to go until January, what? 9th? Something. So how's that
1: going to work? Because their first game is January seventh against Charlottetown, yeah, at so home, so. at home.
0: So you're if you have to, if those players have to quarantine for fourteen days, they're not going to be out of out of that that period, and that's half the roster, is it not? More than half the roster. How's that going to work? That's it's not just Moncton affected by that. That's Saint John. That's yeah, Bathurst. Yeah, yeah. That's PEI. That's Halifax. That's like Cape Breton. It's all the Maritime teams. I don't like. It's great that they're giving these kids an extra. A longer christmas break but
1: how's it gonna work with quarantining and
0: right like <laughs> I, I are they just gonna test them and say here you go or are they gonna get a government ex- exception to say here we'll test you uh we'll test you the day you get to get you know the, the day you get back to new brunswick or nova Scotia or pei whatever it is quarantine you know isolate for like what week? they're like what they're doing at the at the calgary airport right now they're, they have these rapid tests. So if you come in any international flight that comes into Calgary, mm-hmm. you're getting tested on site. As soon as you land, you're quarantining for two days until you get your results. And if, you're, if your test is negative, you're free to roam around, but you have to get tested again on day seven. And if that test is negative, you're good to go. Like That's I
1: the only <laughs> thing I can see that makes sense in a short window because if they come back on Boxing Day, that's less than... Less than a week mm-hmm. till till they're going right. Oh no, it's Boxing Day. What is that? Be a week to January second, so be thirteen, fourteen days. So it'll be pretty close to the fourteen days. But still, it's I don't know how it's going to work. I'm glad I don't have to make the decisions on how it's going to work. Um, the only other bit of news, bit of sad news. There, uh, my French isn't uh, great. Uh, yours is. Michael Lallon set is leaving TVA. Oh, yeah. Um, this is, was a big, big shock. Uh, one final Lallon bomb as he calls them or as we call them. Yeah. Uh, I mean, when there was a voice to voice or a Twitter account to follow, it was, uh, it was him. Um, I don't know who's going to take over for him.
0: Yeah. It's a tough. Uh, big loss. Cause he's always the one that, uh, you know, breaks the trades and, um, you know it it's nice to have an insider like that uh at the same time you you know you the last you hate to see players find out they've been traded on social media and that kind of happened a lot yeah uh so i think he's gonna find himself a nice uh a good gig if if he ask me i think he's uh he's he's not gonna have an issue he's not gonna have no problem finding a job nope. um he's he's one of the best out there
1: He's like the Bob McKenzie, the Q. He's Bob McKenzie, yeah. the Q. Exactly. If, yeah. if there was a few rumors out there, especially this show, I didn't. Uh, I tried not to tweet it or say anything about it until I heard it from, from him. So that's a uh, that's a bit of a big loss. But uh, let's uh, let's look, let's look back on a pretty successful uh, week for the Wildcats. Weekly rewind. Oh, Wildcats! Yeah, like I said, had a pretty good week. Uh, going two and zero, or two and one, sorry. In the in the three games and four nights, back to back victories over St. John.
0: The, oh man,
1: we'll get to St. John in just a minute. But uh, the Wildcats on Wednesday got a three one victory. Uh, this one was it was a bit of a weird one. Uh, Moncton controlled a lot of the first period. I was shooting them thirteen to nine. Nothing was really going for him, and then St. John just kind of. Controlled a lot of the second, but uh, Gabriel Fortier got that first uh, shorthander from his knees and kind of took over your boy Jake Stewart with a snipe top shelf for the win. Um, and then the third period, halfway through, they they gave up a, a power play goal. It was 2-1. Uh, Layla looked at me and said, that, you know, it'll be interesting to see how this young team holds on, reacts to this. Uh, and unlike the Bathurst game, they didn't let it, uh, didn't let it get to them and didn't uh didn't so much implode
0: sorry man what what game we talking about again (laughs) wednesday (laughs) (laughs) this is the saint the saint john game saint john game 3-1 yeah yeah. that was the one i wasn't at that was the one okay um yeah Yeah. that was my daughter's birthday so i wasn't at that one all right let's get uh, to the uh friday no no no
1: it's good it's good (laughs) it's good um i wasn't at that one no you were at the friday one the wednesday one Wait a um, second. Yeah, yeah. I'm looking at a four-three Moncton win. That's that was Friday. One, that was Friday. That was the one yeah, you were at. The three-one yeah. one. Okay. Um, it's tough. A, a week ago, you're following the election, your daughter's birthday. Yeah, it's, <laughs> it's it's nowhere. That game, the first one especially on Wednesday, I can see where the the press from from Gilbert talking about this team just trying to make the pretty play all the time. There was two or three times uh, they came in and they were always looking for that extra pass, um, dropping passes when really if you just shoot it. He, they probably get the W. Um, it was just a bit of a rough game, but Moncton, like we asked them to and like we told them to, they brought it down to the level that they wanted to play, and and they were able to t- kind of control this game uh, in getting a 3-1 victory. Then Friday, St. John was back in the building, and so was Jeremy, uh, as the Wildcats got a 4-3. Did they just score again? Or are you just giving no, the pumps out because you were there? Because you were there? All right. Um, yeah, got a 4-3 victory. Creed Jones was the star of this hockey game. Uh, this thing could have been four-one after one period. Mm-hmm. Like he was, like I tweeted, with arms wide open. They were everywhere. He was diving. He just, man, he's when he comes across, he can make some stellar saves.
0: Yeah, he's pretty. He's a he's a very athletic goalie. Yeah. Um, and Moncton just dominated that game in terms of shots, forty-nine, thirty-two, uh, including twenty-two to eight in a second. Um, it was a throwback to last year. Yeah. <laughs> Pretty much, and like, um, but again, like they came out, uh, and you know they got those two, uh, those two goals in the third that were, you know, was a difference. You know, two goals probably, you know, less than two minutes apart. Uh, Alexi Daniel with his first in the queue, um, you know, with assist to De Frank Francisco. That's fun to say. That's fun to say. Right, um uh, That was that's the difference, right? And um, I think my funny part about that uh, the game was the end. Where I think St. John was trying to get more time in the clock. Um, yeah, it was like I think Cornish made a save, and if, in my opinion, they probably could have added a, a second and a half back on the on the clock. Oh yeah, right. And uh, so I kind of agree with St. John there. That's you know trying to get more time in the clock, and they just didn't. You know the, that, <laughs> the ref no. just didn't, the ref just didn't blow the whistle. No, you know, and they the clock ran out, and they should have they should have because it was covered the puck was covered uh, so you know I kind of agree with St. John there and uh, they you know there should have been at least a final uh, a final face off but that didn't happen and uh, you know that was a that was a good win right and uh, they they I like these these wins against St. John they're uh, they feel good but I'm, you know I'm already sick of playing the same teams right it's yeah. like I'm already sick of seeing yeah. St. John and we're you know we're playing them against uh, again tonight and it's it's just and and we play that and Friday, right? And it's I'm getting tired of seeing these yeah. the, these same teams and um but that's that's part of the season, right? Yeah. You're in, you're seeing these teams what eight times? No, not even eight, eight 12 times a year? Something, Something like, that. like that. So it's um you know, I feel if, if it feels like forever since we've seen Cape Breton. It feels like forever since we've seen uh We haven't
1: life. seen Cape Breton. No? No, we oh, haven't. That's there you go. Yeah, right? we haven't seen them. Uh, we haven't seen Halifax here. We've only played on the road in Halifax. So we get Cape Breton in two weeks, I think. Yeah. Um, yeah, it's, uh, it's tiring to see the same teams, but you kind of, you can see it on the ice, the rivalry and like Moncton had a game against St. John. They knew what to do the very next night. They came back, they did the exact same thing. Like Mm -hmm. you don't have to do a lot of adjustments when you're playing different teams. And I think that, uh, I think that becomes a benefit. Uh, Saturday night, uh, the third and four nights, it was going to be a tough one. It was going to be a test for Moncton. Um, Sheehan got the start. I thought he played. I thought he played much better than he did against oh, uh, 100%, Bathurst. Hundred percent. I think he he was in it. Moncton played thirty five minutes and fifty eight seconds of the first forty. Um, they gave up a goal with one point one second left. I mm-hmm. think, uh, and. That was the difference. There's, say what you will. I don't even think it would have mattered if DLC would have been in the net. Uh, As soon as St. John scored that goal with 1.1 second left, and then they scored in the third period, 39 seconds in. I mean, it was over. Yeah, that's the difference. It it was a very heartbreaking game to watch because you knew what was coming.
0: Yeah. Oh yeah. It's. I mean, face offs, right? That's that's where the the late goal in the second period was because of a lost face off. Yeah. And then you had your. You know, thirty nine seconds into the into the third, you, you just can't you can't recover from that. Uh, you know, Spence got one about halfway through, but you know, it just wasn't enough. When you know, when uh, when a team scores, you know, five of the last six goals in a game, you know, you're probably probably not not going to win, not <laughs> going to win. But um, another another good game at first. Shetyak sniper with his first, and uh, Charles Antoine Antoine Pilot with his first. So, uh, you know the. The young guys are starting to get going. Um, Yoshing is still goose-egged.
1: LeBlanc is still goose-egged.
0: No, LeBlanc scored. That's what I just said. Oh,
1: yeah. Eh. My bad. I was looking at something else.
0: Yeah. So Yoshing Yosh, uh, is still goose-egged. Still got that donut. Uh, but it's going to come. You know it's going to come. And um, just uh, got to be patient with him. Uh, it's you know,
1: just be patient. The other takeaway out of that game, I like Frankie Ayacenza. I like his, uh, he's not going to take any shite from anyone. Um, he got down, uh, where was it, in the third, second period there, late in the second period, just before they actually scored. Um, got into it with William Trudeau. Just just not going to be intimidated. Um, you know, he thinks the game fairly well for a rookie. Uh, he's playing, obviously, sheltered minutes uh, as a 5'6 as a defenseman, but um, he's played a couple he, was it Friday night he played forward that I mentioned to you? Yeah, Friday night. He was the seventh defenseman, played a little bit of forward. So he just kind of does everything. Um yeah, it was it was tough to tough to watch that game because at 3 1, midway through the second period, you just you kind of felt that if Moncton just kind of stayed steady, um they would uh they would walk away. Not walk away with this one, but they'd come away with it. And it's it's a it's amazing what four wins in a row did. Mm-hmm. Like this team just got a little bit of confidence. Started stacking wins and uh, just continued to roll. And, you know, they're in a tight one tonight, 2-1 after after 20. But um, I don't have any doubts that they can pull, come back and, and pull it out. Uh, power play, getting a little bit better, 22.6%. So eighth overall in the league, penalty killing 78. Um, St. John was 0 for 6 eh, on the Wednesday, 2 for 5 on the Friday, and 1 for 3. But I think the biggest... Takeaway so far, and it ended tonight, was they hadn't given a power play goal up in seven tries between St. John and, mm-hmm. and having Charlottetown go 0 for 5. That's a positive. That's a huge positive. Yeah. Because it didn't take a power play goal to get them going, mm-hmm. right?
0: Uh, you know, it just comes back to, you know, what we said two weeks ago, right? The, the special teams need some work, and uh, it's, it's. It's got its work right. It's it's been it's been improved. So again, gonna t- uh, we're just going to take credit for it and say <laughs> it's all us. Uh, the coaching staff clearly listens to the show and and it knows that you know when when Adam and Jeremy say something they mean it, and uh, when we critique the team that just tells them that they got to go out and fix things. So uh, again, gotta work we'll, harder. We'll t- yeah, we got to take we got to take credit for. Uh, for everything, you know, uh, what was the other thing we said about Forte?
1: Uh, Forte, right? He's, yes, he's, you, you called Forte. he's
0: He's, uh, you know, he's he's on another level right now. And, uh, you know, it only happened after I called him out on the podcast. You know, <laughs> it had nothing to do with that Neil Hodge article. Um, you know, so maybe it did. But, you know, I think it's well, I think Neil, 99% podcast, 1% Neil Hodge. Yeah, Neil Hodge had the article because of you. Yeah, like, like he, yeah, yeah. He just because uh, like you know we don't, we again we said last week or two weeks ago we don't talk to Neil. We talk to Neil, but we don't talk to him a lot. We don't tell him what we're going to talk about. Yeah, you uh, know he just happens to come out with articles that uh, <laughs> that we like to mention on the show. So you know I'll, I'll go. Uh, I'll, I won't be so generous. I'll say ninety five percent, it's because of us. Three uh, percent because of Neil Hodge. Two percent because forche Realized that he needed to step it up. So (laughs) give two percent to the player. We'll take the bulk of the uh, of the credit for. uh, We take a bulk of the heat. So yeah, yeah. you know we uh, we'll take it.
1: Uh, A couple other stats that just I was looking at before you got here. Uh, This team went scoring first, three and two Uh, in ten games. They've scored the goal, the first goal, five games. Uh, They're three and two. They've now scored the sixth one because they scored tonight, uh, the first one. So we'll have to see how that goes. Tied after two, they're five and three, and in one goal games they're three and zero. Hmm. So, for a team that you know, we just asked to come out and work. That's the stat that shows me that they're they're working mm-hmm. and they're not uh, they're they not don't give up. No, they don't. They don't
0: give up. And that and that's that's the that's the Wildcats way, right? You see, you just as long as you pay your you, know, you play your sixty minutes. You know, there's going to be games where teams take time off, uh, but if this team goes hard for sixty minutes every night, that's how they're going to win their games. So they're going to take advantage of those times where. You know the, the their their opposition takes the foot off the gas, and you know is you know as long as Monktons pedal to the metal, that's how they're going to get some of
1: these wins this year. Hundred uh, percent. Looking ahead, we're kind of playing St. John right now, so that one's a pretty easy game to look ahead. Uh, what is it? Two one now. Uh, two one at the first intermission. Yeah. So the second period hasn't started. So, um, yeah. Connor Richard got his or Connor Richard. I'm not really sure what that. I have no idea. Uh, Connor Richard. We'll go with that. Uh, out shooting in 14-10. Uh, St. John is 1 for 2 in the power play. Moncton is 0 for 1. So clean up the power play a little bit, boys. Uh, after 20 when trailing, the Wildcats are uh, 0 and 1. So they'll look to turn that around. But when they're trailing after 40, they're 3 and 1. So we'll look to turn that around. And then, oh, oh yeah, familiar full St. John. So we don't really need to talk about that. And then pink in the rink. Uh, we'll see if Moncton actually has pink jerseys.
0: I think, uh, I think I,
1: so. I would hope so. Because, um, man. Eh. All right. When we got to the rink Wednesday, there was nothing up in the rafters. When I got to the rink Friday, I turned around to, you know, the the flag when standing for the anthem. There's two brand new banners up in the rink. Just Maritime, Division Champion, and I think the other one is the Eastern Conference champion. Mm-hmm. Yep, there they are. And I'm going to tweet the photo out. No fanfare. No banner raising it. And maybe it's because the other way, uh, like Moncton, like the Magic, when they raise their banner, they got to do it right in front of the other goalie. I don't care.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: You, I, I'm giving them a 100% pass on doing it on Remembrance Day uh, for that game. You don't do that, uh, which, by the way, that ceremony was very well done by the team. Very 100%. well.
0: Yeah, I agree.
1: Uh, so I'll give them props to that. But twenty. this is the 25th year. They're taking the year off. Um, they've had no 25th anniversary jerseys. They've had no Remembrance Day jerseys in probably three years. Um, you need to give fans a reason to want to come to the rink when they're buying the single seats. Mm-hmm. And you need to give the kids that are here, the 9 or 10 guys that, that made the team this year that were here last year, their due... And the guys that made this happen, we won the division. Mm -hmm. If you didn't think we were going to, if you didn't want to, like, take the credit for the division win because the season didn't end, then don't put up a banner. Mm -hmm. But you put up two banners, there should have been a raising of a banner because the fans deserve it. You know, fans are looking for a reason to come to the rink, and you're looking for a reason to get fans in. Banner night, 25th merchandise. There's no new merchandise this year that says 25th. Have your ceremonies next year. That's fine. But this year should have been a 25th anniversary jersey uh, from the 1996. You know, wear the ones they wear in preseason every now and then. I'm assuming they'll have a pink in the rink, but we have no idea because we won't see it. But I just when I turned around and saw those banners up there because I've been looking and waiting and hoping that we're gonna have some something. That's crap. Like that, you got to give fans a reason. Mm -hmm. I, I, sorry. Anyways, no, no, that's it's it's.
0: I I think their thing. I think part of it is that. Because of the whole COVID thing, they can. The pregame ceremonies there can only be three people on the ice, and so the Remembrance Day was they had the three veterans on the right. ice. Um, they were, weren't even at center ice; they were down They're in the in corner. The corner, yeah. And so I think that kind of has that. That's part of it, right? Uh, like if you're gonna do a banner raising, you need more than three people.
1: Uh, so do I you? think the yes. owner, the Mister Brissard. And that's it. And a captain. And a captain. But yeah. your team's on the ice; they don't need yeah. to be there. Like the team's all on the ice. I mean, for like if they were raising a jersey up to the thing or doing a bunch of memorabilia or memories and stuff, mm-hmm. I get that. But to raise a banner, you need Mr. Irving at center ice, maybe Richie who put the team together, Mr. berceau The team's already on the ice, and you raise the banner mm-hmm. in front of raise it up. And then move it to the other side of the rink. Like, I, I could not believe that the banner was up to basically not acknowledge last year that happened. Is, is the way I feel. They're they not acknowledging that. And with, you know, they're, I understand that you can't do as many things as they want to. But come on, the Roar Store can have a 25th anniversary hat, mm-hmm. a shirt, something. Because you're going to celebrate the 25th year and the 26th? I, I don't understand especially with all the merchandise right that's that's where i'm at
0: oh, i don't know uh it's it's just uh i, I noticed them too and I, I i only noticed them friday night so they they must i don't know if they were there wednesday no nope. uh so they must have put them up either thursday or friday and you know maybe they do something later who knows um uh, but i i think it just comes down to you know the whole number of people that you can have on the ice it's uh i'm sure they'd love to have something uh but they you know they just physically by law can't and I think that's uh, that's why we that's why there's no ceremony. That's my personal take on it.
1: All right, well I'm done now. I'll calm down on my personal
0: take. <laughs> <laughs> uh,
1: so we got Bathurst on on Saturday, uh, the Pink in the Rink game. This is a team that you know it's pretty tough to say they're struggling at seven three and one, but they're 0 three and one in their past four games. Mm-hmm. Um, so depending how tonight's game goes, I mean you're looking at Moncton maybe winning five of the past six. Bathurst is is not slowing down. They just signed Chad Arsenal. Well deserved for him. Um, this is a very winnable game against a top team like Bathurst. We don't make predictions on the show anymore, uh, <laughs> just for the sake of not. Yeah, we do, but we're not very good at it. Exactly. <laughs> um,
0: no, but yeah. They, so they just signed Chad Arsenal. Uh, I don't know if that means he's going to start, but you know he was. Um, you so know that means he can play now
1: he doesn't have to worry about the 10 game i right? believe so yeah it's kind of permanent so i feel like that's a bednar like if bednar was here arsenal probably would be
0: i don't think he'd yeah so they, they whatever must... the scenario is but yeah oh, i feel I like just, i just noticed that bednar got in loan to a, a pro team in Slovakia or something like that so i mean that doesn't sound very promising, promising yeah so i uh, don't know how long it's going to be till uh, he's in bathurst uh so that seems that's if I were to guess, that's why. Yeah. Um, so oh, and his
1: stellar play too. Mm-hmm. Let's not. Yeah, he's I, earned
0: it. Yeah. He's also, you know, his numbers recently haven't been as good as at the start. So maybe he's finally getting used to the league. His, you know, first couple of games were, you know, maybe luck. Uh, but right now he's kind of, you know, there's those that last game against Moncton that just wasn't the the chat the same chat as Arsenal we saw. You know, the first was the home opener. Yeah. So, uh, yeah, that's a little. Uh, if, if he starts, I mean, who knows? The other goalie they have, uh, I think he played well against Moncton in a previous game, and you know he won it for Bathurst as well. So, you know, both both goalies are capable of uh, of winning, uh, and but it'll be interesting to see. Maybe I don't know. Maybe it's a a Sheehan start. I don't know because we play St. John Friday night as well. Um, you know, I'm, I'm assuming Sheehan's going to get either Friday or Saturday.
1: Yeah. Uh, was that your prediction that you weren't going to make, or do you have another? No, 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 no. I'm just I'm just thinking.
0: Oh, okay. Uh, just, just the way saw. you
1: said you you uh, you don't is make predictions, and then I got you off track.
0: No, no. I, I was just wondering if
1: maybe if this is another situation. I would, I would play or, on Friday. Like, yeah, maybe. Does DLC well. need to play all four against St. John? <laughs> no. Throwing Sheehan against St. John? Maybe
0: if if DeMadez is is free, maybe they bring him up and, you know. So if DLC gets a night off and Get Hudson know, in for gets Hudson in. Who knows? There's, um, you know, yeah. I, I don't think that's gonna be the last time that happens. They're they're gonna have to do something. So you can't keep Hudson in the in the in the in the stance.
1: No, you have to. Because he's a he he makes a difference when he's uh, when he's out there for sure. But um, all right, that's uh, that's our view. We still two one. We are still let two
0: one. Yep. Still two one. All right. Because of my poor play by play.
1: Yeah. All right. Uh, let's get to everyone's favorite uh, part of the show. Eric
0: Murray Realty. Buy a house from him.
1: Stick Tap of the Week.
0: All right. So um, this could be a, uh, a, 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 a a double Stick Tap. So it could be part one this week, part two next week. It all depends. Um, so this week's uh, Stick Tap of the Week is going to former Hel- Halifax Mooseheads defenseman Sawyer Hene. Um, who will be featured on uh, Dragon's Den on CBC uh, Thursday night um, pitching his uh, his clothing line country Liberty I think I've it's basically like not East Coast lifestyle but country Liberty it's like another very similar to especially hoodie you know, hoodie right. clothing line um, and so yeah he's uh, pretty cool and he, he even got into real estate where he's uh, kind of like he opened up an eight an eight cabin complex up in up in Rexton. Mm. Uh, it's right along the river. You know, 15 minutes from the ocean. Uh, pretty quaint area. Um, I think he calls it Liber- Liberty Village. Nice. And um, so you can rent these you know, rent these cabins and and uh, uh, so I thought that was pretty cool. He's uh, you know when he you saw Willie Palov mention that you know when he was with the Mooseheads he was he always had that business side to him too. Um, where he looked at hockey, but he also looked at the business side of things. So I mean, he always had a feeling that he was going to be an entre- entrepreneur. Uh, so this is good. He was, you know, he's... New Brunswicker grew up in Rexton. I think he was a seventh-round pick of the Canucks at one point. Um, played for St. Thomas. Uh, so this is this is pretty big for him. Um, his second time trying out for, for Dragons and the first time he didn't get past the uh, the prelims. Right. Um, and he actually talks about it a little bit Um, literally it's like a like it's obviously it's all edited right Uh, and but they make it make it seem like the pitch is only like five minutes but he says like he was literally talking to the dragons for like two hours oh really so they take that two-hour pitch and put it into a five-minute segment um so obviously he's pretty tight-lipped as to you know the results but you know if he gets a deal maybe i'll uh i'll bring it up next week um on the show but um, yeah, I wanted to mention that cause I think it's really cool that, uh, uh, he's going to be on there cause I remember watching him, uh, he's a really tough guy and, uh, I need to see he's local too. So, um, that's pretty, it' you know, I don't, I can't say i I own one of his, uh, some of his clothes, some of his clothing, but, uh, it's sharp, you know, it's like that, uh, there's like those, um, flannel shirts mm-hmm. that look country ish. So that's kind of where they get Is that the,
1: the logo that looks like a guitar pick
0: i think so yeah kind of like yeah because yeah 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 okay so he's uh he's on i mean he's really good with social media he's on instagram he's on tiktok he's on everything so he's uh he, he knows that business side right he knows that uh you know social media is kind of the uh taking over the world right now so he's uh we want to wish him the best and uh hopefully he gets uh gets himself a good deal the Stick Tap of the Week, sponsored by Eric Murray Real Estate with the REMAX Avante team. If you're looking to buy or sell a home in the greater Moncton or surrounding area, make sure to check him out on social media or give him a call at 506-863-8802.
1: That brings us to the Cat of the Week. Uh, this one, it's pretty simple. Um, he's one of the hottest Wildcats of late. Carries an 8-game point streak before tonight. It is now a 9-game point streak because he was given an assist on the the Connor Risher goal. Um, he's just on another level out there, which, I mean, is perfect time given that he's leaving for Team Canada camp in roughly a week or so. Uh, five goals, 10 assists for 15 points now in the uh, in 10 games, uh, which leads the team. And he's been a minute logger, and he's just doing everything for this team uh, to help him win games on the back end uh, and no doubt bringing the young kids along. The Wildcast Cat of the Week is number 21, jordan spence all right that'll do it for this week again thanks for the download uh i'll be on instagram live uh about a half hour after the final whistle on pink in the rink if you're going dress pink uh if you're not going just pink while watching tv will it be on tv i wonder probably quick shout out to uh jerry green and chris dobson who had their first game mm-hmm. uh, for rogers tv one of the best duels in in the uh in the maritimes for sure but uh yeah join me there uh we'll be back next week to recap these three games and five nights and and look ahead enjoy the games thanks for the support see you next wednesday wow (laughs) nice thanks for listening to another episode of the wildcast
0: podcast follow us on social media at Moncton wildcast